0: Hello and welcome to Platonic Life Mates. My name is Melissa. And I'm Whitney.
1: And alright, goodbye. We're done.
0: <laughs> Happy uh, global pandemic to everybody.
1: Yeah. Hope
0: everybody is well and practicing social distancing.
1: And if you're not, how dare you? Shame on you.
0: Yeah, shame. For shame. Um, have you ordered like from uber eats or anything lately Mm-mm. no done so i've that. been ordering for uber eats uh just some chipotle or whatever and um it pops up like as your food's on the way it reminds you to wash your hands now and before you eat and at first i was kind of like no shit like you wash your hands before you eat but i was like no it's telling you to wash your hands now so like you're protecting the person handing off to you too and then wash your well, hands yeah. again before you eat and i was like okay i, kinda, I don't hate that actually because at first i was like are you reminding me to just wash my hands? Like what type yeah, of scum be- do you think I am? <laughs> don't be a dirty bitch. Wash your hands. Oh have you acquired a cloth mask? No, I have not. Uh oh.
1: I haven't left the house though. I don't think mm-hmm. you understand. I don't <laughs> leave the house. Joey oh. goes and does grocery shopping or any type of errand we need. Fair. I don't leave the house because Does we're not Joey there- does Joey have a cloth mask? He has a a mask that, uh, it's not a cloth mask. It's but like it's a mask? A, yeah, it's That's like a, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Although I don't know if he wears that when he's in the stores Fair. and stuff. But he takes it out of the house when he leaves. And he makes you, feel lets feel you
0: think he's at least wearing it. Now, yeah. I actually, um, I even before they said, like, recommended that everyone wear at least a cloth mask when they're, like, in public, I had downloaded... Cricut like released uh, a mask pattern like for free of charge and I downloaded it and so I can cut the fabric on my Cricut and then sew it real quick on my sewing oh. machine the problem is is there's no elastic anywhere but someone had posted like cheat sheets of like um, using hair ties or even um, headbands yeah, right. and you cut the headbands
1: That's what I've been seeing. Yeah, and there's
0: like like the other like putting buttons on headbands so it doesn't like hurt like their ears and stuff. But then, I saw another one where it's just like a three inch piece of ribbon and you sew two buttons on the end of that, and that's more like men can use that too because it's you know it's not a big like colorful headband like it's just a piece of ribbon with two buttons so it's more like men can wear it with their uh, uh, mask and stuff too. Hmm. Yeah. To protect your ears, because your ears get sore. And working a whole shift with the mask on. Oh well, yeah. Anyway, so um, the the pandemic leads us to the theme of t- of today's uh, podcast, which is some binge worthy things to help you get through this uh, staying home.
1: Your downtime. Your your pandemic pleasures, if you will.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we will talk about what you can watch, what you can listen to, what you can read, because binging is not just for watching. No, sometimes you got
0: to make you got to like break it up a little bit. Yeah.
1: Because I think we might have finished Netflix.
0: So. <laughs> I saw a meme someone posted and it was obviously like doctor, but it was like a picture of their TV screen and it says, congratulations, you finished Netflix. And you're just like, fuck. That's not wrong, though. Sometimes I know. Sometimes you're like, ugh. <laughs> okay. Mm. Sometimes I'll be like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. I want to eat, but I'll spend like five, ten minutes like scrolling on Netflix, Hulu, Prime, all of them, like to find something. Like I won't. I don't want to like eat until I find what I want to watch. I'm like that's terrible.
1: I but mean, oh well, eh, it works. I understand. We'll like scroll through, scroll through, scroll through, and then wind up settling on like. Seinfeld reruns. I'm like, just go to the, just Mm -hmm. go to the Seinfeld or the Star Trek. Like, I know you're gonna settle on like, next generation episodes that we can both ignore. So just go put that on instead of and save us the ten minutes of like, (laughs) pretending that we're. We did try a couple nights ago. We tried. We picked two things and we're like, oh, that sounds fun. I can't remember what they were, but they were both. uh, One was in Spanish and one was in Japanese, which would be fine. But I can't read subtitles. Oh. And I was like, oh, fuck it. So because Joey will usually read like if it's a small little thing that blips up on something we're watching, he'll read it to me really quick. And I was like, nope, this is the entire show. And like, so we'd wait like three minutes. We're like, yep, this is the entire show. So,
0: okay. uh, yeah, yeah. I watched uh, I read on my list here. I have two shows that are in Spanish, uh, but they are they're dubbed over. Mm, okay. Okay.
1: Which sometimes I can do, and sometimes I it drives me nuts.
0: It has to be good. Like, I've seen some where they're just like, whoa. Like, there's yeah. a show. I, can, I do watch it still. It's Greenhouse Academy, but the dubbing is pretty rough. And, like, you can tell, like, the character's laughing hard. And then, like, the voice actor's like ah <laughs> like, you want to yeah. put a little effort in that
1: please <laughs> yeah so i I have, I have a hard time with like i would I'll read subtitles if i'm gonna watch subtitles i'll watch it like on my ipad so i can hold mm-hmm. it
0: right in front of my face so then another show oh, i'll go over them. i get there i have another one that's like part subtitles because part of it's in english it goes back and forth and so it's okay once I get into it, and that's different, I don't have the vision issue, but like, some people are like, oh my god, I hate subtitles, da, da, da. Honestly, like, once, like, the first, once I'm into it, like, five minutes in, I forget that I'm reading it. Like, I just, like, yeah. you're just invested no, in it. Like, it's not like a, it's not a chore. I forget I'm reading what I'm watching.
1: I really do. Yeah, I don't mind them, but it's
0: just, yeah. I'm my like, oh, favorite yeah, movie that. of all time is, uh, I have to, it's the whole thing's in subtitles, so. Aren't you cultured? I know. And actually this list of like the stuff I've been recently, because I've been like deep diving into Netflix because I'm running out of shit. So I feel like uh, like the stuff on here is like, oh, it's Spanish. And it's like, it has like this other meaning to it. It's a representation of da 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 I was like, I am not that deep, but I've been struggling for stuff to watch. <laughs> so what you're saying
1: is by the time this is all over and we're allowed to like go see other people, you're going to be like, oh, I can't. I've outgrown my friends. Yeah. A deep dive and now I'm so I've, cultured and i'm
0: very i'm very mm. cultured okay I drink my yeah. i drink my tea with my pinky up ma'am oh okay well how was your week
1: um i don't I, it was fine <laughs> it was fine <laughs> it was just know. a week it was just week 3 of what will be
0: an endless number so it just all mind. runs together for me it's just it runs together yeah, it was fine.
1: We had uh we had some days. I think I hit my breaking point. So 3 day 3 weeks apparently is
0: the breaking my point. breaking
1: point. And then Lorelai Lorelai hit her breaking point as well. Fair. We hit on the same day. I think that was not by coincidence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh but that's fine. We got through it and we'll get over it and we reset and uh, and it will continue on because we steadfast um, yeah. yeah
0: I hit my breaking point last Friday and you know I was better by the next day but it took me until probably about Tuesday or Wednesday to be like okay like back into it like I'd had a couple of days of just like barely existing you know what I mean bare minimum New. uh yesterday. I had, I had so much fun yesterday. It was so random and so silly. But so I've been waiting for like to have a couple like nice sunny days warm because I had purchased for very cheap and wrapped uh, these like the big pieces of sidewalk chalk and I wrapped them with like chocolate walk and like, like what to do. Like we're going to draw pictures and leave um, positive messages on the sidewalks and you can walk around our community and you can see what other people did. So. I was like, oh, that's fine. You know, I was listening to audiobooks while I was wrapping them. No big deal. I have them sitting here in my office. So yesterday I decided to pass them out. I loaded. I, I was like, oh, this is easy. I'll just load them up. I put them in Wally's uh, dog stroller and just walked around the neighborhood, which wasn't that long of a walk. But I did not anticipate like bending over 250 times because you can't just toss chalk. You have to place it. So by the time I got done, I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I had a back workout. Like I max deadlifted or something.
1: That's pretty funny. But that's a sweet idea. I've seen that in a couple places.
0: It was fun. And then afterwards, Melissa, my neighbor, Melissa, we were outside and she lives a couple doors down from me. So obviously we weren't very close, but we could talk. And we were just out there drawing on the sidewalk. i po, off to upload my pictures to our Instagram so you can see them. It was fun. And then it rained last night. <laughs> It's <laughs> like son of a bitch <laughs> but now and I used all my chalk because I just kept like the broken pieces for myself like I didn't need big pieces of chalk right let's get the broken pieces and now I was like I was like scouring the internet find, find trying to find uh, more sidewalk chalk because I was like I had so much fun I was like I just want to go outside and draw on the sidewalk some more <laughs> so stay cool. tuned for more of my sidewalk chalk art
1: <laughs> yeah I have to post on Instagram oh my gosh Side note: The Joey's trying to put Everett to bed, and I can hear him. and Everett, Everett doesn't want to going, go to bed. It's- I want Bobby. I want Bobby. I want Bobby. And Lorelai just came in to be like, Everett wants you to put him to bed. I was like, Thank you. I I had <laughs> you had no idea, did quite you? Quite <laughs> two together. Uh, <laughs> so now I'm just waiting to. And she left the door open. She's just so helpful. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, can you hear it yeah this is podcasting in the real life the Verona people and i probably won't edit this out because i just don't care uh yeah so we'll see Now, <laughs> oh my god Now it's just seeing if if he will be soothed but i told you last week it has been all mommy for bedtimes and shit, and, and and this is my proof.
0: So, um, when you have to work and be a homeschool teacher and put everyone to bed, how much time? How much time do you actually get to be alone on an, on like our average Wednesday? How much um, alone time do you have?
1: None. Zero. When I even to go to the ba- I don't. But it's not even when I to go to the bathroom because they find me there. So it's none. It's no yeah. alone time, and I'm not kidding. I know people. I'm not kidding. It's no alone time. Because the instant I get up, I'm because I'm getting everyone out of bed, and then I'm in this room doing homeschool with Lorelei. and so when I put them to bed, I guess I might sneak a little bit of time if Joey is, like, showering from his jog or something.
0: hmm
1: <laughs> So, good.
0: You need to get a lock on your bathroom door, first of all.
1: I know it's the it's the charms of an old house.
0: Just get one of the ones that like the kids can't reach where it's just like a little swingy hook that goes in a little eyelet and then like put it up high.
1: We tried that on some other door, I forget, and like it didn't it, like busted
0: through.
1: <laughs> well, like, it's because <laughs> they're DEA agents like they have I think these children have operated raids on like drug houses because they just kick the door kick open through a door like they are an action star boom! <laughs> just like no no semblance so you're just sitting on toilet movie. mind
0: your own business and just <laughs> boom
1: oh yeah no 100 percent. oh my god I'm gonna have to go in and be like child he's losing his mind he wants my all right i'm gonna pause this okay he's losing his shit
0: don't just pause he's i'll screaming. just keep i'll just keep talking and entertain people yeah. while you're gone just kidding he's
1: actually screaming i don't want daddy i want mommy
0: <laughs> joey oh. must feel like a shit when that happens
1: you know what for so long it was like i want that i want daddy i want daddy and lorelei has been i want mommy since the moment she emerged from my body so you know what it, it, he's fine Oh my god, I do have to go take care of this. Hold on. Okay, well now that my child is asleep, um, let's jump into the topic of the week. Until my other child interrupts, which I'm sure is going to happen, because there will be tears when her bedtime comes, and I'm not the one putting her to bed as well. So cliffhanger when will that happen in 10 minutes in an hour i don't know it's so exciting oh god would you just let her stay up well if her dad's in charge of it she does because oh, i'm okay. like oh, her, i put her to bed at eight it'll be like nine o'clock i'm like why the fuck is our five-year-old still awake so um yeah so That's to come. When will she come in? He'll be carrying her. I can see it now because this happened last time. He carried her in and she was crying and she goes, I want you to put me to sleep. (laughs) And I had muted it. And I was like, I can't, but I'll give you a kiss. And she was like crying. It was, yeah. So it'll happen again. Ooh. Anywho. All right. Well, like today, like we said, we're going to talk about, um, ways to fill your time things that we have found bingeable whether it's watching listening reading whatever eating
0: can we put eating on
1: here <laughs> eating is great i am a big fan of eating uh,
0: i saw a joker meme the other day and it said after this quarantine is over and i know you don't like quarantine that term but this is what the meme said after quarantine is over which meeting do i go to first weight watchers or AA?"
1: They should probably combine them. I
0: know. There should right. be a combo class. Like do it like, a <laughs> like a, a, an after quarantine special where it's just you go to one meeting.
1: For like all the things. Because people aren't going to have a lot of time. So no. just, can we combine them all into like an hour and a half? just like mm-hmm.
0: when, man, And when, like man. a local restaurant um, delivers food and everyone pays like 10 bucks for like a buffet style dinner. So that restaurant gets business too
1: oh you know what I want to do go to like an Indian buffet Like, a really
0: good one. oh my goodness yes although Amul mm-hmm. India is on Uber Eats so I can get it delivered yeah,
1: but, but it's I not the same to... as a buffet it's where you have to pick no. something yeah like, I, I don't know I want a little bit like I want like three tablespoons of
0: nine things that's what I want yeah that's me because I love like the like chicken tikka masala but I don't actually like the chicken in there I just want the sauce the sauce
1: is so good yeah, I want like a little bit of everything. I want some goat. I want some chicken. Yeah, I want it all. Okay, we digress.
0: Anywho, food got us like, whoa. Food <laughs> Story will. of my life. Ask food. my butt. <laughs> it says well, yes. Yeah, food will get me
1: off course every time.
0: I know. I'm like, I can be like at dinner eating food, be full, and like, I can have a full conversation about my next meal. Like, <laughs> oh yeah
1: when Joey and i go on like trips just us the only thing planned is where we're eating and then everything else we do is just filler <laughs> like we just plan the restaurants and we're like eh, there'll be things between that restaurant and the other I'll restaurant we'll take a that walk we'll, yeah, on a bench. And, like, we'll take a nap last time, last time we went to new york it was like restaurants and we just filled it by walking and like fine oh yeah well there's this on the way we, uh, we could do that if we, yeah that'll be fun um that's how we that's how we roll. Um, okay, well, first category we're going to talk about is watch. So things that we have deemed worthy of binge watching because of course we are, you know, the experts on this. My list is very long. I probably want to talk about them all because we don't want to be here forever. But I figured we could start out by talking about um, what is on your list? And maybe it's not on your list. Maybe you'll think about this, you know, improv style. What is your, like, comfort binge? So something you go to when you're just like, mm, I need the equivalent of, like, a warm blanket and a cup of tea binge watching. You know, that, like, oh, this is comfortable. I love this.
0: I don't think I have, like, that. I just have, like, background shows and then new shows. I don't have, like, a oh, comfort okay. show. Okay. Well, what's your background show? My go-to background show is always Gilmore Girls. Because I can, like, if I'm, like, cleaning or doing something, at any point, if I stop, I know exactly what's going on. Like, I don't yeah. have... I mean, I could probably recite every episode, word for word.
1: I'm the same way. Gilmore Girls is a very good binge, backward background-watching show. My other one is um, 30 Rock, which I know you're not a fan of. But it's okay. I'll do Office, too. Or The Office. So those are good. Gilmore Girls is on Netflix. And it if is. And you haven't watched it, no. I don't know how you're a human. I mean, where have you been for 20 years? Um, and then 30 Rock is on Hulu and Amazon Prime. Those are excellent background shows. You, uh,
0: yeah. Gilmore Girls so is arguably the best show of all time.
1: It's really good. I Although, you know what I was thinking? Because I've rewatched that show like
0: it, it doesn't age super like well. Five.
1: It does not. No. There well, because there was so, so many moments that you're yeah. just like, That is not okay, guys. It doesn't age
0: great. It ages better than friends.
1: Still love it. But and yeah, all well, and
0: also part I mean, outside of just like, hee, uncomfortable. It also I mean, that was the show, it was this fast paced pop culture show. So sometimes it's kind of nostalgic. You're like, Oh yeah, that was happening.
1: But like it's just it's opinions because it came it was roy was the same age of us so i always can be like oh yeah that was this year because that's the year i was there too mm-hmm. uh but yeah like they'll make because i was just thinking about this this week as we were planning for this i was like well um, one of us is picking gilmore girls obviously we'll talk about this as a binge worthy show it's like top of our list for both of us for sure
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but yeah they like the way it handles like it's a little homophobic. Yeah. It's a little transphobic. It's uh it's it has some issues. Yet I l- I will love that show until the day I die. But no. it does. It's got some problems. And like and, then, and and then in her later stuff too, I still feel like it's sometimes still there. Amy Sherman Palladino and I'm like, yeah. oh, girl, we need to
0: address some of these issues. I think I think it comes from. I think she... I mean, she, uh, she doesn't write... Most of her... I mean, it's all, like, comedy-based. Like, all of her stuff is similar. Like, bunheads and everything is very similar to, like, Gilmore Girls genre. And I always feel like it's coming from a place of, like, comedic delivery. Where you, like, make fun of things or you acknowledge things. Like, it's it's for the joke. I don't think it's, like, a personal belief. I wouldn't see how it would be. But, like, I always feel like it's an approach from a comic standpoint. Which doesn't make yeah, it okay. But-
1: it also is also from a place of privilege and whiteness. Like, yeah. Something we could talk, spend a whole episode talking about. Um, but, yeah. That could so, be fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the end, the like, it ends with
0: and... Rory going on Senator Barack Obama's campaign trail. And you're yeah. just like,
1: well, that's weird to hear. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yes. Excellent. Excellent binge. Um, Okay um my list is so long with
0: gilmore Gilmore girls one more thing so do you ever watch like you watch a whole show like it's like a several season show and you'll go back and you watch like the first couple episodes of a show and you're just like whoa this is very different than like what the show i remember is
1: oh yeah like gilmore girls is like that office is like that
0: office like the first couple episodes of office are kind of like really weird and like the set is like crappy yeah like a lot of first episodes aren't that great
1: (laughs) i will always give a show if i even remotely like a pilot like if i even see a kernel of hope in it i will always give it like four shows right before because like they'll make oh yeah and then you'll see it could be and then it's it could be really different and then i'll give it a couple like episodes to see if like they get there you know give it legs and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, but yeah sometimes you go back and you're like whoa I, that that is not like that at all exactly um yeah all right well one of my picks that i highly encourage for this pandemic season it is uh it's got some drama but it's lighthearted and fun it's also one of those things where you're like mm, this premise totally couldn't happen but i'm here for it and i love it uh is younger it's a tv tv land show but you can watch all of the current episodes on hulu i like this show i highly recommend
0: the other thing about this show that i want like it makes like because like you and i both like found our other person like before like tinder and so this makes me like i don't understand some of the like tinder references I want to know oh. Tinder more. Well,
1: I don't want to know Tinder more, but not I like that. References. I want to understand. Yeah,
0: I don't get all the references sometimes.
1: So, anyone who's never seen it, it takes place in New York, which I'm always always find fun, uh, and it's about a a woman, um, Sutton Foster, who, if you're a Broadway nerd or if you watched Bunheads, uh, you'll mm-hmm. know who she is. She is a a Broadway. Um, caliber actress singer anyway her character she had been in publishing then her and her, her husband she was really young she had she had her daughter in her early 20s so she left her career raised her daughter and then she wants to get back into publishing but she can't find work she's out at a bar some young handsome fella thinks she's like 25 which that's the part where i'm like no
0: dude
1: dude I love Sutton Foster, but look at her face. She does not look twenty. It's her eyes. Yeah, yeah, but we all have those lines on our eyes. Like mm she's not looking like she's mid twenties. Um, And and so he mistakes her for that. She ends up lying about her age or letting people believe she's younger, and she ends up getting finally getting an assistant's job at a publishing house, um, and then working her way up anyway it's really good it's really enjoyable there's a very handsome man who actually was on one episode of 30 rock everything comes back to 30 rock um it's so enjoyable there are six seasons like i said all of them are now up on hulu go watch it if you haven't watched it it's like the perfect pandemic binge you will get so hooked on it it's so good what do you want to say about it melissa
0: Um. So though it does have the fault where like some of the drama comes from not communicating well, and that's sometimes my, or like, oh, the secret of the fact that she's actually like forty-five gets out. Mm -hmm. oh
1: okay which of course is gonna get out uh and yes if you binge it there are things you'll pick up with like her younger man boyfriend who i'm like this guy everyone's like oh head over heels he's so dreamy he actually kind of treats her really shitty Mm -hmm. uh, because he finds out she's 40 whatever and then he like okay fine that's fine i'll i get over the fact you lied to me about that i understand why but then he like leaves he comes back he go he's kind of a little bit of a dickhead i think about Mm -hmm. it but but she lied to him too like I would be pissed if someone lied he did she did but then he like forgives her and they move on but then he keeps like like either you forgive a person and you move on you can't then keep throwing it in their face Mm -hmm. that's not cool you said okay I forgive you I understand and then you move on but you can't keep being like anywho it's really good it's a fun fun show I also love her friend Maggie who she lives with Mm -hmm. the artist she's hysterical at one point, she shoves a clove of garlic up her vagina to cure a yeast infection. No, don't do it. Which we're going to say don't do that. We've already
0: talked about that yeah. in our V-Day
1: episode. <sighs> All right. Uh, your next God? show. What is a good, lighthearted, fun uh, binge that you
0: got on your list here? So, <clears throat> my list is a little bit different than yours. <laughs> my list is my things list that
1: I- – is- spans quite a lot here well
0: my list has been things that i've been been watching during the pandemic
1: oh a lot of these i have watched during the pandemic okay but also a lot of these i'm like oh i will retouch yeah i think these are also good choices for the pandemic so it's a little bit of both
0: okay well my first one on my list is um the platform and it is not like a feel-good show it's kind of it's a dark it's a thriller and um it's a spanish show or spanish yes show movie it's a movie it's a movie sorry uh and it's been dubbed over pretty well and it's like the whole set is just like a cement room and it's called uh like it's a prison but people can volunteer to go there for different reasons And I heard about this it's so weird but I so like it it's Netflix terrible now. but good And it's like you're like I don't know what it is. it is had the, you can tell like there's just so much there's so much symbolism and something I'm not even gonna get but like uh the food food comes from the top there's like hundreds of stories in this building and it just comes through on a platform there's two people on each floor and you know you only get to eat whatever the floor above you left and so you know the flora the floors above like gorge themselves and then there's no food for the bottom so it's like it's a representation of like how capitalism doesn't work and um there's like i don't know if you watch it i want to get away but then i'm like the ending is like well how how maybe like we can solve our issues and stuff like that and it's just like and it's and it's and it I feel like I'm gonna give it away. But I'm not trying not don't to. Don't give
1: it away because I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. So don't give it away. So the like just solution
0: the solution to how we fix things is like a theory that I have on what what's gonna change the world. I and I know I've expressed it to you before, but we can talk about it after you watch it. But it's just like, okay. Yeah, I get it. And it's just it's a just it's a dark thriller, but it's not like there are some like gross, gory bits, but it's not like Saul or anything like that like i can't stand those kind of like horror thrillers
1: yeah i heard really good things about this from a film critic on npr and a couple others because it was at wait yeah it was at sundance Um, Mm -hmm. and i didn't know it was on netflix that's exciting because i want to see it
0: yeah it's really good it's dubbed over not that great um but you could i mean you get what's going on like the show the movie is I'm sure it was made very cheaply because like the whole set is a cement room. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it gives you the impression that there's, you know, tons of them, but it's the same room every time. Yeah. Cool. So it's pretty cool. All
1: right. I will watch it. Well, after you watch that, then
0: <laughs> you might need a cheerful movie. <laughs> so watch platform first and then younger. <laughs> Cheer yourself then back young. up.
1: Um, All right. Next on my list is another show I like. Uh, It's also, you can watch binge it on Hulu. Um, It's on, it's a free form show. And it's a show I've watched. They literally last week just wrapped the fourth season. So I was watching it as, you know, the fourth season uh, went on. And it is called The Bold Type. I think I texted you. I was like, hey, do you watch this? Because yeah. now is a really good time to binge it. So it's about three friends who live in New York. They all work at a magazine, a fictional magazine there. Um, and Jan from The Office actually is the, the like, um, oh, God, what's the name of the person who runs the magazine? I just lost. Editor? Ah! Yes, thank you. The editor <laughs> of it. And I love her character and it. She's, like, the mentor you want as a woman. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You're just like, oh, my God, she's so great. Um, and so they're three. They're, like, in their mid-20s. One, it makes you you're like, oh, I want to I redo my 20s and go to New York. That seems cool. <laughs> oh. um, but the chemistry between these three women as friends is so believable. You're like, I feel like they have been best friends for, like, 10 years like I buy this this feels real this feels great so it's really nice to watch because you're just like oh I feel like they love each other um and they they tackle you know really good issues and um it it's just again like a really nice show it's really enjoyable they t- tackle sexuality they tackle um you know LGBTQ rights they'll talk about gun violence They'll, ta- but not in like a kind of like typical like after school special kind of way you know what i mean yeah um so it also is a a show that i really enjoy watching it makes you feel nice it makes you feel good um and the fourth season just ended last week so you have four seasons to binge on hulu
0: is melora jan is she is it kind of the same character or is she like a nice person like
1: a beautiful human and you love her okay like i want you to be my mentor you seem amazing also the clothes are really good Um, okay Yeah, and, yeah, it's just, it's really nice. It's a nice watch. So I highly recommend that one as well. Cool. And it's, again, called The Bold Type.
0: The next one on my list is called The Money Heist. It is on Netflix. It is another Spanish dubbed over show. I haven't finished it yet. I'm actually in the middle of it. But it's a group of people who plan a heist. They're, like, collected by uh, a person who calls himself The Professor. And they are all, like, career criminals and with different um, special al- specialities from just, like, brute force to technical to just different things. And they plan to um, – they think, like, oh, they're going to rob a bank. No, they're going to rob the mint, like, the place that prints the money because then it's untraceable. And mm-hmm. it's just how they set up to do that. And it's just, like – um so you know it's different episodes but you know the police are obviously in the hostage negotiations and stuff like that and it's like you're the guy who's the professor is obviously running the show and he like and he's he's has anticipated all the moves from the police and it's just it's incredible like when you think like oh how are you gonna get out? Of like it's like a genius move he makes to get out of it and it's pretty cool so
1: Ooh, I, I recommend taste. it i love it yeah.
0: Like, cause I really love like Oceans 11 and those movies. Oh, so the, like, there's like, I don't know. It's like where you cheer for the bad guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love a good heist movie. Or yeah. Like a heist show. Oh yeah. It's so good.
0: And the reason they decide to rob the men is like, cause like their goal is to like make the people like cheer them on because they're not robbing a bank. So they're not taking the people's money. They're just taking money. You know what I mean? And it's like billions of dollars that they're taking.
1: Cool.
0: Yeah. So it's pretty I'll, cool. I'll add that to my list too.
1: All right, something I am very into during this pandemic season, uh, is watching reality competitions, specifically British reality competitions. Oh gosh, love them, love them, love them. They are my life right now. Um, and so the two that I love, something about them is very relaxing. I think it's the accents. I think it's the politeness. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like I can put it on and if I fall asleep and then wake back up, it's fine. Or if I like put it on and then have to go put a child to bed and come back 20 minutes later, also fine. But I love them and they're great. And I also love watching creative people do creative things. So there's a lot of different reality ones. I just finished, you know, a couple. But these are the two that I've been watching right now that I have found the most relaxing and the most like calming Okay. So the first one is Interior Design Masters. And both of these are on Netflix, by the way. So Interior Design Masters is exactly what it sounds like. It's like a dozen British people. They want to be interior designers. They are amateurs on some level. Like a couple went to school and a couple have been kind of doing it. And then there's like a sweet little old lady who's like a social worker and wants to do it. Like, I love them. They're sweet. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. And so every week they have a challenge. You know, they travel all over England because that's just what they do. And they have a different challenge each week. Maybe it's a, they work in teams for a store or maybe they're like doing dorm rooms or they're doing, you know, a bedroom for whatever. I don't know, a hotel. It's so fun. I love to see all their styles. It's just super enjoyable and they're all really gracious and sweet. So Interior Design Masters is a is a must watch and then the other one is blown away which is just pure- hairstyling no oh that was my yes guess though. i haven't oh. seen either one of them it's <laughs> a good guess no it is glass blowing Ooh, okay Oh my god i love it so it's like 30 or 40 minute episodes they're not long at all and it's just these amazing glass blowers they get one challenge that's all it is and they just make these beautiful Art pieces from Blown Glass. You get to watch them do it. It's hypnotic. It's beautiful. Just watch it. It's gorgeous. It's
0: like, I think, like, one of the most dangerous forms of art. Yeah.
1: Oh, I believe it. It's amazing to watch.
0: You're. I mean, you're dealing with, like, molten lava, basically.
1: Yeah. It's so, but it's so cool to watch. And they'll be, like, do it. They'll be almost done. They'll be, like, 10 minutes away. And then all of a sudden, like, a piece just shatters because... That's what glass does. And then they're like, well, you know. Dump it back in, melt it back down, shit, and go again. Shit happens. I mean, and you're just yeah. like, whoa, oh my God. Okay. So these are the two reality shows I'm loving right now. Okay. Yeah. So it's Blown Away and Interior Design Masters, and they're both on Netflix, and
0: they're yeah. delightful. See, I am not. I am not the biggest, like, reality TV show. And, like, you had to, like, convince me you gotta sell me on love is blind and i was and, and i ended up loving glad. it I know, yeah I know. and i started watching uh what's tim gunn and heidi show? <gasps> so. making the cut yeah i watched the first two episodes So i think there was another episode released friday There's i haven't watched two, that they one They do
1: two each friday so okay so i've only that. watched two then so go and watch that yeah it's worth it but i did
0: like it i love tim gunn i mean i'm just uh, watching it for tim gunn i mean me too but
1: just, the contestants are really sweet on that show I know
0: the one girl was annoying but she left the second episode and I was like thank goodness I couldn't figure yeah, out why she, she was there she couldn't like actually sew or make anything I was like well I can draw things on a paper too and make it look pretty and like that'll be a pretty dress yeah and pick out fabric and then give it to a talented person for them to sew I could do that too I know where's she, my TV show I'm not trying to be mean to be. she's never gonna listen she's never gonna listen okay so whitney i have a oh, question for God. you yes <laughs> you don't I ask really you don't you this
1: list and i have like, you not watched tiger king i'm the one that texted you to tell you to watch it bitch so. no you haven't yes. have been talking about I it i have the text messages to prove it i, was I don't like, think you so you watch, um we'll go back i will put this on our fucking instagram i was like are you watching this tiger King, dr mercury because it is fucking bonkers and you were like no and i then like a little later you were like oh my god i think i watched it all in like a day i really
0: yeah. do oh my god um did you have you so you watched the whole thing oh i
1: finished it like yeah, like the day I texted you, and then like the next day I was like, "Children, you're on your own." It I'm just
0: finishing. it just takes spin after spin after spin. It just does. I saw this was hilarious. I wanted to read this because it was like a meme, and the first part of the meme says, "I got lost in the woods back in January, and I've only been able to charge my phone. What did I miss?" And it yeah. goes through everything, like you know, Kobe Bryant died, someone in China ate a raw bat, pandemic, population, like everything, grocery stores are ransacked, toilet paper, and then it ends with. Uh, lock everyone in their houses and the only person that can keep people from completely flipping out and starting a huge riot is a gun-toting Oklahoma meth head with 180 pet tigers can't make this shit up <laughs> it's just like oh my god it's kind of true like every last week everyone was talking about Tiger King Tiger King and that bitch Carol Baskin killed her husband like it was just whoa <laughs> I know it was, yeah. a lot. it was a doozy like he married two dudes they were both straight and then the other yeah. guy has like a harem and like I don't even know it's crazy it was just it bonkers was and it was you, well, the reason why it was bonkers is because it was real life reality documentary and if that was like a TV show you'd be like this is stupid it's not believable oh, it's just, yeah. I'm, asked, I'm an idiot like no one's gonna believe a character oh my god it's true <laughs> And then he runs for president, and then he runs for governor. He got fifteen percent of the vote in Oklahoma when he ran for governor.
1: Which, like, <laughs> okay, I don't think we have any listeners in Oklahoma. We have listeners like all over the world, but I don't recall ever seeing anyone in Oklahoma. So oh, you getting
0: ready to in- insult the Oklahomians? What the fuck is wrong with Oklahoma? <laughs> like,
1: it's when where they the were- wind comes sweeping down the plain. <laughs> oh, that's true. Where the waving wheat. I'm not joining you.
0: You know I could have done that. <laughs> hmm. uh, so, yeah. yes, you have to watch Tiger King. I've seen people be like, am I the only person who hasn't watched the Tiger King? Yes. Like, you're not special, okay? You're not a better person because you no. haven't watched
1: Tiger King. You're missing out on, on uh, I don't even know. I, there are no words. It's like beyond entertainment. You're missing like- out.
0: Every twist is you. just like, it just keeps getting more and more and more. And the one chick who had her arm ripped off by a tiger oh and God. decides not to have construct- reconstructive surgery. And she just tells them to take her arm off and then goes back to work five goddamn days later. I'm I just know. like, you are a goddess.
1: Also, why did she, why did, where she got interviewed that entire time in front of that mound of, of garbage. <laughs> i was like is that did you choose that did the producers of this choose that why were you
0: okay no it's like this the cleanest spot (laughs) to interview you i know and the one guy you don't even realize how weird it is that they're interviewing him while he's taking a bath and you're just like at this point it's fucking normal yeah (laughs) or the 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 method
1: who i was like you just so this was a choice joey came in and was like what are you watching and i showed him it was when that guy was being interviewed i was like i will stop watching this if you want to watch this with me but then i showed him i said this man has done this entire interview
0: so far with no shirt on and no teeth and yeah and his mouth okay, and the, the thing is is he does have teeth he has like dentures but they just didn't show him any any footage with him with his dentures in. With his mouth, mouth no shirt and do you want to watch this? And he was like, I will say though, the one thing out of all the fucked up shit that happens, the one thing that I did take issue with, and I didn't take issue initially until I had like talked to other people. I know far too many suicide widows. And I feel like there should have been a warning before the scene where the guy kills himself. I I mean, I don't show the guy killing himself, but it's happening in the room. The camera's just facing the other way. And the other guy's watching this guy shoot himself in the head. Yeah, there should
1: have been something there. So I feel
0: like there should have been a warning because that that was that was hard. That yeah, I was yeah, I was completely shocked when that happened and that could be very triggering for people. Yeah. Like, and you is- could just tell like he just had not like that's just you when you like something's happening, you just like have no idea what to do. Like you could just tell that 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 kid was just in oh, utter yeah. shock. Yeah. So, but- that's the one thing I had took issue with. Like I feel like there should have been a warning before that scene. Like the, yeah, yeah, I something should have been there.
1: Um, but yeah, but yeah. A, that documentary is worth a watch just for a pure escape. Uh, it is bonkers. It is bonkers. Oh, okay. Um, all right. My next choice. Uh, man, Hulu is coming on strong for me. I'm looking at this right now on Hulu. So Billy Eichner, I don't know if anyone knows my love for Billy on the street. It is strong. I love Billy Eichner. He most recently did the voice of, uh, oh God, what's the little animal in Lion King? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. I can't. No, not Pumbaa. The other one. Timon? Yeah, I guess. Um, but, so, years ago, one of he had a show called Difficult People. And it's hysterical. It's on Hulu. Him and his friend Julie, they play, uh, like, actors in New York. And they are horrible people. <laughs> and <laughs> it is hysterical. The show is so funny. It's called Difficult People. There's, like two or three seasons it so you can binge it pretty quick um it's amazing it's so good and yeah I just love it I just love it it's amazing I don't know how to describe it because it's not really describable um but you should watch it because it's so funny and it's so bad and they're horrible and they know it there's no like hiding it they're like selfish little horrible people um they love each other and uh they're they're best friends trying to make it but oh god it is so amazing so yeah difficult Uh people on hulu it is worth your watch i promise
0: All these shows, like, I'm looking at your list, and I'm like, I haven't seen hardly any of these. Veep. I've seen Veep. I think we've talked about Veep before. I love Veep. You gotta watch it. I love that show. Um, Speaking of horrible
1: people, watch Veep. Oh, my
0: gosh. That's another one, like... It's just like... Oh, we're skipping to Veep, because I want to talk about it. Um, I don't know. Like, everything... Everything that this group of people do is wrong. Like, they can't get it right, no matter what. Like, I don't, I think you have to try to be that much of a fuck up. And I, they just, it comes to them naturally. Yeah. Oh,
1: so <laughs> They're so good. And right now, I read that HBO is offering free, uh, so if you don't have HBO, you can get onto either HBO Now or HBO Go and sign up for an account and get like 500 hours of free Oh. Viewing time, they're doing yeah. that for anybody, so you can get on and watch Veep, guys.
0: That's nice. I yeah. actually added I added HBO to my Prime account to finish watching Veep, and I was like, oh, I'll take it off when I'm done. I was like, well, no, I need to like see what else I can watch on here. There's movies and stuff on there, like you just oh yeah. There's and sometimes what I want more than like to get and in, like invest in another show, like it's just like an after- I just want like a movie, and I've done that too. Sometimes I just like that, just to watch a movie. Yeah. Um next on my list this one this show is pretty good uh i had to take a break on it because it's just like it's so kind of politically motivated which i i think paul i find politics extremely interesting but like especially in this the world we're in right now like you got to take it in doses a little bit uh designated survivor is a show is the the premise of the show is um during uh um what is it the state of the address i think the president State of the a- Union? What did I say? Address? Yeah. Uh, yeah. State of the Union. So, there's one person from each uh, political party who is, a, you know, a member of Congress or whatever and they're both, like, take to a, a secure location just in case anything ever happens. Nothing should ever happen. But uh, a bomb goes off in the Capitol and everybody dies except for two people and the the guy who survives, like, as he's figuring, as there, he's like being whisked away by, uh, um, Secret Service. You know, he's in a car being rushed away to a, like a better secure location after the capitol's blown up. Like, the Secret Service in the front row just turns around and says, Sir, you're the President of the United States. And he gets like sworn in in like a college, like, hooded sweatshirt because he was just having a casual night. So he has jeans and a sweatshirt. And he's like the Secretary of, um, urban development or something like that becomes the president like he's never been in politics or anything like that and it's just how like they rebuilt the government and how like even when the government has been leveled like people are still playing politics
1: hmm, that sounds good
0: yeah and like the conspiracy theories be- behind how the capital got blown up and all this stuff it is very interesting but i have to take it in segments because i love politics i love to like debate and argue with at appropriate times but this one's just like whew, it's heavy sometimes it's probably not the best show to watch going into politics uh, election season but <sighs> I, I, you know, i'm a glutton for punishment so it is what it is
1: it sounds good yeah well speaking of politics the next one on mine is you can watch it all on prime it was on prime now uh the americans do you ever watch any of this?
0: I think I've, I've watched a little bit of it, yeah. okay. So I hop around a lot. I'll be watching three shows at once. Like, you get bored with one, you switch to the other one for a little bit.
1: Oh, yeah. The Americans, really good show. It was on, ooh, I forget how many seasons. Five, maybe? Six? Um, okay, so Carrie Russell, who doesn't love Felicity? We all love Felicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Matthew Raines. They, it takes place in the 80s. They are Russian- it's like KGB okay. agents who are sent over from Russia to basically, like, implant into American society, become Americans. They live in the Washington, D.C. area, but then they are Russian spies while they're over here. So they're this perfect American, you know, family. They have kids and a marriage and they run a travel agency, duh, duh, duh. but then they are these Russian spies. You know me. I love a good spy. I love espionage. Mm-hmm. But um well, then is- you'll
0: love Design of Survivor, because there's a lot of that too. Oh, I love that. You mm-hmm. might
1: like the Americans. I know. I mean kind but, of, I feel like yeah. I've watched a
0: couple episodes. It's it's really good. Um
1: also there's a lot of good wig and disguise action, so many fake mustaches. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god. Um, but it is really good uh it gets really intense sometimes you're like oh my god it's one of those two where i'm like i would binge a couple episodes i was like i'm gonna take a day or two off because that was a lot um but really good show excellent show it's over so you can binge the entire thing Mm -hmm. which i appreciate because i hate being in the middle of something um i'm no longer a patient human being uh but yeah so it's really good it's also fun to see like all the 80s stuff um just like the cars and the technology and the fashion and um just all that stuff but um yeah it's really it's a really well done show it's really smart it's very good so highly recommend and it's on amazon prime it's called the americans
0: okay um i have talked about the show before just because i had just watched it recently and i am in love with it but it's jack ryan on prime you're in I'm, love with John Krasinski. I He's am. That show out. is awesome. But who is that? Who wasn't that beefy? <laughs> he had skinny legs. That's not my thing. <laughs> but, I, but I just like, I love shows like that. I love the like action, uh, war, stuff like that. I love it. I love it so much. And that one was so good. And it has John Krasinski in it. Mm hmm. It was really good. I wish there was more to it than just two seasons or two whatever. But yeah, but like it reminds me a lot of uh, I can't remember what the movie is called. It might be like Twenty Seven hours. I don't remember what it's called, but it's um like a reenactment of what happened with Benghazi. And I like I love that movie too. And it's like oh
1: yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah, like there's one part where because um, there's like you know there's there's soldiers there, but there's also um like people who were with the ambassador who are you know they're not military people they're but you know they're government people but they they are not trained to fight you know so they're like hunkered down and like sometimes like people get shot and you know it's you might be dealing with like an admin assistant is like trying to you know help you with your wounds it was just a very interesting show like i remember this one guy got like like something, like something blew up, and he gets in the room, and she's like, "What do I do? What do I do?" And he says, "Strip me down and look for bleeding because he doesn't know if he's hurt or not." And it was just the way he said. It. I remember like Michael and I laughing, like, "Oh my gosh, it's hilarious," but it was serious too. Like he had no shame and didn't care. But it was just, I don't know. So, like, and Jack Ryan reminds me a lot of that movie, and I love those kind of movies and those kind of shows.
1: Oh, nice. Plus,
0: John Krasinski's hot.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's let's get to the. <laughs> get to the heart of this john krasinski <laughs> all right who would have thought that jim from the office would turn into such a like
0: a hunk i know like you look like, at the earlier episodes of office and his stupid ass haircut you're just like you're a dork yeah and now you're like, i like a good nerd too i
1: mean i yeah it's very much my type but holy <laughs> crap damn john the beard on it in a quiet place holy <laughs> shit okay <laughs> <laughs> who knew who knew I knew mm, man okay Oh, come back come back focus okay <laughs> alright the next one John right. no. <laughs> okay. Ooh, speaking of hot men this next one um, okay so taking a complete turn if you're like okay enough real life um, the next one is I love this. This comes from a book that I read. Well, it's a series of books, and I started it 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, 20 years ago. So it's one of my all-time favorite series. Finally, they made a show of it, and it's beautiful, and it's gorgeous, and it's wonderful, and it's Outlander. So they're still making new episodes. I'm actually a season behind. I'm ashamed of myself. Um, But the first three or four seasons now is on Netflix, and I highly recommend. The premise sounds silly. Whenever I would tell anyone to read this book and I'd tell them what it's about, they'd roll their eyes at me. But it is a beautifully written book, and it's a really gorgeous show. And it's about a World War II nurse who ends up getting sent back in time after the war is over to 200 years in the past in Scotland. She means a very beefy Scotsman when she's there. Mm, he's very, very <laughs> handsome. Oh, my gosh. Um, and anyway, she ends up living a life there. It's really good. Um, mm-hmm. It's full of history. It's full of um, shirtless Scotsmen. It's full of just beautiful Scotland, if you are a sucker for that, which I
0: am. Is there a reason she uh, decides to stay there? She – well, she tries to
1: get back. Okay. She she does try to get back, but um, she – has to end up marrying the beefy Scotsman for a reason, and they actually do end up falling in love.
0: Like, okay, really beautiful. I think I've read story. part of it before. I read another book with a similar premise, but uh, the she's traveling back from present day, and uh, and she travels because she reads a book so she can like go in and out, but she ends up staying there because in the now she has a brain tumor and she's dying, and there oh. she's fine, yeah, no, but she know. like sends a message. And like this box is carried for generation to generation through the family. And on like a day after her funeral, because she obviously knows when she dies, the day after her funeral, a box shows up to her mom, like letting her know she's okay and where she is. Because the whole time, like people say, That's not what we're talking about. I know. Why are
1: you talking about that?
0: That's not because what I am. Is. I'm just okay. telling you. It was no. interesting. So
1: uh, so that's not what this is. Um You can't just, like, willy-nilly go back um, oh. either. It's not like a simple, like, I'm just going to hop in and go back. But it's really good. And if you, if you need something on Netflix, hop on and try it out. You might like it.
0: And I was prepared to give you a hard time about this show because when I was thinking Outlander, for whatever reason, I was thinking Poldark- Oh, have you seen and it's like yeah. similar like uh dress i guess i don't know yeah it's and i was just like era. wow i was like and that one has like the guy's that he's a terrible person he's a jerk infidelity uh, uh, i stopped yeah, watching I've
1: seen that <laughs> um my mom loves that show yes I have. but to that's what it. i was picturing no, and outlander. i was like
0: no Ooh.
1: terrible show <laughs> no outlander is delightful um and the books are really good too so it's on netflix
0: Netflix. All of my shows, I feel like, are on Netflix that I've been talking about. So the next one is uh, a documentary, uh, How to Fix a Drug Scandal. Um, And it was not what I – I obviously didn't really read about it. I've I've been paying attention to – because it's kind of a newish thing. Uh, Netflix has, like, the top ten trending things, like – in the world or the US like so I'm just like oh well what are other people watching like I'm running out of fucking ideas give me some ideas so I started watching this one just like let's see what it's about and it's um about a lady she's a forensic chemist and just how she like tampers with evidence and it affects cases and she like does drugs and stuff it's just it's a wild ride what? Oh my yeah. God, so <laughs> yeah wild <laughs> ride
1: I will watch that Uh, All right, this one, I love it. It's also very good binge-worthy. The whole thing is on Netflix, so you can watch the entire thing. There's four seasons. It's Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I think I might have mentioned this before. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so good. Every episode, there are original songs. Um, The premise is there's this this woman, um, Rachel. She is a lawyer in New York, but she's not happy, but she's really good at it. She sees her boyfriend from, like, camp, in high school. Randomly, it turns out he lives in California. She ends up moving there on a whim, and then shenanigans ensue. But <laughs> as the series unfolds over the seasons, too, the show also becomes um, a look at, like, mental health as well, which you're like, what? This does not sound fun. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a very fun show, though. Um, but they look at mental health in a different way than I would seen another show do. Um, and so they... they look at it through a different lens um which is really refreshing and nice and the it's all original songs so there's over like 150 original songs through this whole four seasons and actually adam schlesinger Mm -hmm. who was in fountains of wayne he helped write all of those songs he was one of her writing partners and he just died from complications of COVID-19 um last week um which and he was only 52 or 54 um so really 52 yeah really sad um and the show is really great it's really smart it's really funny she's the the main character, you know, this is her brainchild. She's really creative and great, and uh, it's definitely funny and uplifting and sweet and warm and um, a really good a really good thing to watch during during this time. but also like a really nice way to remember Adam too, because he was a really amazing creative person uh, and gave a lot to the music world over a couple
0: decades. So yeah, well. I don't want to go next. <sighs> Sorry. Um, so my last one is not Netflix for once, um, but it is some YouTubers that I ride or die. And I, w- and I know I can't get you on the YouTube train. I've roped you in a couple times when you're at my house, but... It's okay. Um, any of the recent stuff by Shane Dawson from the maybe like the past two years is awesome. He does a lot of um, like docu series on um, co- conspiracy theories, controversies. He did this whole like in depth thing into like the makeup world um, and just how much how much like people make billions of dollars on makeup and it's crazy. With that, Jeffrey Star, he's you know he's a makeup icon. And so any of their stuff recent is awesome. And then also uh, my life's blood, Jenna Marbles. Anything <laughs> of Jenna Marbles is absolutely bonkers and hilarious. From
1: phases when I watch her because uh, you know. you've definitely got me on her.
0: Some of her, like, she just has some, like, iconic ones. And honestly, like, you asked me earlier, like, oh, what is, like, something you need uplifting? You know what? I'll go watch some old Jenna Marbles. of watching, like, 40 minutes of her gluing rhinestones to her face. Cause she's just so fucking hilarious. Like she's so funny. She's just funny. Yeah. Like she's a, prof- I don't know what it is. And I thought like originally I, when my first found her like years and years ago, I thought she was like a comic. No, like she, her, like she had a degree. She has a degree, like a master's degree in like sports psychology, but like she graduated like what we did and there's no fucking jobs out there. And she started doing YouTube to make her friends laugh. And then this is where she is.
1: I think that that worked out pretty well for her. I know.
0: <laughs> so, well yeah, done, Jen. I love well Jenna done. Marbles. Some of, it's so funny.
1: All right. Well, I think that's the end of our binge watching. That's a lot of that's a lot of binge watching I should get everybody. you through
0: for a while. You're welcome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot on there. There's a lot of diverse pool depending on your mood. Mm-hmm. So enjoy that.
0: Maybe we have Let's to type listen. these out and like uh, list them on our Instagram or something, so people yeah, can I'll like see them quickly.
1: The and then they won't listen. They'll be like, "I'm just going through the list."
0: No, we'll, we'll after afterwards. It'll be a while afterwards.
1: <laughs> can you give it like a week and then I'll.
0: I was going to give it, like a couple days. <laughs> but
1: yeah. First, you must listen. Then you answer a secret question, and then I'll email you the list. No. <laughs> um. Okay. The next category is stuff to like binge listen or things to binge that you're listen to. I'll be honest, I have stopped listening to a lot of podcasts recently. And you know what? Podcasts you're not going back down. and forth to work. Well it's not even that too. It's just like um I just there it hit a point where i was tired of listening to people talking in my ear too like, okay. even if it was about fun little stuff so i haven't listened to a ton of podcasts in the last like week i'd say
0: i've i haven't listened to as many i've been listening to ones i like i really like but honestly not as much come on in the car mhm and yeah. that's when i listen to them when i'm alone in the car
1: numbers are down for a lot including ours so people start spreading the word to your friends mhm times are tough <laughs> and numbers are down like you don't actually have to listen
0: but just like when you're watching netflix like run our podcast and just set the phone down there you go just give us the listen
1: you know take a a screenshot post it on your instagram if you're great. the word share share and Rate and review. I'm just plugging that in there right now because times are tough.
0: I mean, we've had some pretty good ones, too. We had, our, like, advice. and We had Amanda on. And last week, we talked about the book that I'm in love with. And this week is, you know, we're helping you through this. So, like, yeah. we're here for a reason.
1: And other podcasts you listen to, too. Now is a really good time to share podcasts you like. Right After way. you listen to ours. After ours, of course. Because, uh, yeah, times are tough for podcasts. Yes.
0: So, M- Amanda like life mates becomes before any of your murder crap yeah or more important
1: to murder people after you listen yeah that's fine other shit all right so what have you been listening to
0: or what do you recommend as a pandemic pleasure so um these are my are all podcasts but my first one is called, it's don't blame me or but like she calls it d uh d m no i can't talk dbm um and it's a podcast with uh, make a girl named megan ranks and it's like an advice style like call-in radio style of things it's not really what it is but there's also um there's video to it too so you can watch it on you can watch you can watch her podcast on youtube uh which is i think is pretty cool yeah. uh I really like Megan. She's funny. She's gorgeous. She's a beautiful woman. I'm jealous of her. And um, I love her podcast. It's always funny. People she brings on are funny. And they talk about a lot of, like, just random issues, too. Like, uh, uh, I slept with my boyfriend's brother and just, like, really –
1: That's funny. stuff Yeah,
0: just weird, weird stuff, but funny. Um, so obviously she also has a YouTube channel. Um, I really just listen to her podcast, but recently on YouTube, she's posted like this two-part crazy series of this like bonkers issue she's had with YouTube, and like it's really funny. Like people she was talking to because she she lost one of her accounts, and they like dismissed it and told her she wasn't hacked. And then she, and then she argued with them and then like they lied or they did different things. Like it's a whole series of you. And like a lot of people got, cause she's not a big YouTuber, obviously she's got her podcast, but people like Shane Dawson and stuff got behind her and then YouTube like started scrambling to fix the issue. But it was just, it was very interesting to like see the call out and this, this like crazy bonkers path she had to go on with YouTube to get stuff sorted out. It was a really good series. And they're both episodes are like an hour long. It was really good but Megan Ranks right. is really funny like i said it's more of like an advice funny advice funny issues and advice uh podcast
1: cool cool um oh well here this is one that if you don't listen to it already i'd be surprised well it's a youtube person so mm. i like not too deep with grace hellbag mm-hmm. she's a youtuber see i'm yes. cool with the kids um i like her podcast she has all kinds of guests on it's a variety it'll be like other youtube people it'll be other like actors it'll be all reality stars all kinds of people um and they're on and have really interesting conversations about all kinds of stuff so um like she had uh she had tony hale on from so you will know him as um Oh my God, I just forgot his character name from Veep, her bag man. Oh my God. Oh, I
0: know who you're talking about. I don't know his yes. name, though.
1: I've just totally, oh, this happens to me all the time when I have to remember somebody's name and then I can't because my brain hates me. Mm. Um, but yeah, he plays her bag man on Veep. She had him on um, a couple months ago and it was a really good interview. Um, so yeah, I like that one, and there's so many. She's been doing that podcast for years, so you can like do a really big deep dive and and find all kinds of stuff uh, on there now. So not too deep with Grace Helbig. That is a good listen.
0: Okay. Uh, my next podcast is called Just the Tip, and that's with Megan Batune, <laughs> who is another <laughs> YouTuber. <laughs> But like I just like I just like her. I like her podcast. I really don't watch her. U- her YouTubes are a lot of her. Um, like this, like she's this tiny little woman who has this like like a town home, and she's like been redoing it herself. So all of her like YouTube stuff is a lot of like DIY stuff, and that's just not what I'm into as far as YouTube. So I don't really watch her YouTubes. But uh, her podcast is again, it's like a comedic advice podcast, and like the premise is like. It's just we're just giving tips. It's just the tips, you know, and it's uh, she has different guests on and stuff like that. But it's all um, all advice. I mean, she even has there's even like a number you can call in to ask questions. So nice. It's pretty cool.
1: Very cool. Um, All right. Another one I highly recommend, and I think it might have been a tiny joy weeks ago, is Fanti, F-A-N-T-I. Okay. Um, It is a fairly new podcast. I think there's only maybe like seven episodes or something like that. Um, So it's hosted by two guys who are um, like pop culture entertainment um, journalists they are LGBTQ, they're African-American, so I really like it because they talk about subjects that normally I wouldn't even be exposed to or have a viewpoint that is completely not mine. So it's really refreshing. They're hilarious. Oh, my God, they're so funny. Um, and let's see, it's Travell Anderson and Jarrett Hill or the, their names. And so some of their topics have been, like, tyler perry right so they talk about it's tie. it's like things that we're fans of but we also kind of have like Ugh, ick feelings too right like those things where we like live in the gray it's not so black it's not so white um so they explore those so one of the episodes was also called like why do people lo- why do white people love wakanda so much right so like just love exploring what wakanda love-
0: um i don't even know what that is
1: Oh girl, it's Black Panther. I know. Okay, I forgot who I was talking to. So Black Panther. <laughs> Wait, what
0: is that supposed to mean? Because <laughs> you don't know pop culture.
1: I forgot. Um, Screw so, you. Wakanda. I know. I know pop culture, just not the same as you. Okay. So Wakanda is the land from Black Panther. So like in that episode, they were just exploring like black culture and white people and like their take on it and it was really good and it was really well done and it was really funny and really great like so just stuff like that um it's a really smart fun entertaining listen and i highly recommend
0: so i just tried to look up wakanda and i got wakanda north dakota so
1: well who knew wakanda was in north dakota
0: <laughs> i don't know i had no idea it might be different i, I might have spelled it wrong <laughs> oh that changed a lot okay this is different very different <laughs> okay i spelled it wrong the first time <laughs> uh, let me go back to where i was all right uh my next one oh my gosh this doesn't need a lot of explanation we've probably talked about this one several times but be there in five podcast with kate kennedy uh probably my favorite podcast No, not probably. It is. It is. And I actually found her originally through uh, what's the other podcast that we listen to?
1: Bad on Paper.
0: Yeah. So I found Kate Kennedy by listening to Bad on Paper. And I honestly listen to Kate Kennedy more than Bad on Paper. And actually, I haven't listened to Bad on Paper since Panda. Because I I'm not listening to a lot of podcasts. so I'm not running out of material.
1: Yeah. I'm not listening to a ton either.
0: Yeah. But I love Kate Kennedy. She's my favorite. Yeah,
1: it's a good one. I love that one. Too. She puts and so
0: much is- effort into her podcast. Oh my God. And she does it alone. And you're just like, you are amazing. I don't know. I don't know how to do a podcast by myself. I have no idea.
1: It's a, uh, yeah. Speak talking to thin is, like, air. Two hours long. I'd change. have to put Lulu on my
0: desk and just have a conversation with Lulu. So I have someone to like make eye contact with, I think.
1: I mean, that could work. Don't judge me. Joey just waved.
0: Oh, I heard someone come in. I was like, oh, is it a kid? <laughs> is it a kid? And then I want to go ahead and do my last one because it's funny. But my last thing that you should listen to um, binge on, pan- on pandemic time is this uh, really good podcast called Platonic Life Mates, and it is by these two bitches right here. So listen.
1: Yeah, you should.
0: Like. Subscribe. Uh, nineteen episodes
1: right. before, so.
0: This is episode twenty. We should have something more exciting for twenty.
1: Girl, you're lucky you got this. This is about all I can <laughs> all I can cobble together right now. <laughs> all right. Well, I have a couple more on my
0: list. So. I know. You're more oh, cultured than I am. Okay. Well, I'm just I listen crazy. to I listen to sorry, I watch subtitled movies, you listen to a a wider range of podcasts. Mine are all white chicks. <laughs>
1: Mine's a little more than, a little more diverse. Not much, a little bit.
0: Top. I listen to Top Not Too, which one I should mention too.
1: Oh yeah, they're a good one too. Top I Knot's love bad. them. They're very good. Um. All right. So another one that is a fun distraction, and there have tons of them to go backlog through, is Heaving Bosom. So those are two best friends. They pick a romance novel each week, and then they do like a really funny recapping of it. So, um. They're much better at recapping than we are, so just hmm. a heads up for that. <laughs>
0: um,
1: they're really good. They're funny, so and they recap some really hilarious romance novels. Oh God, there's there's some hysterical like, uh, I'm trying to think of someone's like weird, you know, ice planet alien probing <laughs> type things, or like I mean, just like the gamut of those romance novels. So it, some of these are really hysterical. And that's called Heaving Bosoms. And then I also like to listen to Armchair Experts sometimes. But that's a, probably another good, like, pandemic binge one. Because there are so many. So that's hosted by Kristen Bell's husband, Dex Shepard. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets a wide variety of guests on. So that's kind of why I like it. Because it's not just like, oh, these are celebrities. These are actors. And I'm mm-hmm. an actor. Um, like, a well, little two weeks ago, he had... Um, uh, Sanjay Gupta on, and they talked about coronavirus. You know what I mean? And then okay. um he's had uh, really interesting, like, uh, neuroscientists on to talk about, like, what your brain, how it functions, and, like, what that means for, like, addiction and other things like that. So just really interesting topics, not just celebrities talking about their childhood, blah, blah, blah. He does do some of that, and they've been really good. But, um, he has some really interesting guests on and they're longer they can be like an hour and a half or 2 hours so it's a, a nice kind of deep dive and then he also has a um, a not kind of like a co-host or assistant on with him too and she's really i like i like her and she fact checks him at the end so after they record she goes back and she'll be like so you said this and that's wrong
0: i and love that yeah i <laughs> really saying, love that yeah
1: which which and he's like really like good about it. He's like, right, yeah, that cool. Thank you for saying that I'm an idiot. So,
0: <laughs> hold on, I
1: have a, I have a child coming in.
0: What? wah What? Wah. She just came in because she wants to talk to Aunt Mel. She wants Aunt Mel to tell her good night.
1: Aunt Mel says good night. <laughs> you okay? Mm. I love you. I love you. Good night. What'd you say about Charlie? I think
0: he's in Everett's room. He's in
1: Everett's room? I, I shut the door. I, the door was open. Oh, we got in? Yeah. Because he was just in here a little bit ago. Oh, that little in. Charlie's a turd. Alright, I love you. I love you. Right. Mm, your breast smells clean and fresh. Good brushing. In the morning, I see you in the morning. Okay, all righty. Um, yeah, so armchair expert that's another fun one. And then, if you like a little pop culture, like little doses, maybe culture. I should listen
0: to this one be before sure. we record. <laughs> I need to listen to the pop culture happy hour. It's
1: good because it's only like twenty five minutes. They do okay. they put out two a week, and it's a panel, so it's like three people. They're really mm-hmm. good. It's put up at NPR, and they pick like one thing of each episode to sort of talk about. So they might pick a specific movie or a specific TV show, or they might be like, "We're going to talk about." Um, I don't know, like new music or, uh, I don't know. So yeah, but that's also another good one. You can do like a deep dive. They've been doing this for years. And then if you like food, Milk Street, uh, is a really good podcast. They pick, they have all kinds of like really cool food chef people. And they answer some questions that people call in with, um, just about like cooking and food and stuff like that. So those are my recommendations if you need some stuff to listen to. I have been listening to, like, old school music, like, revisiting our high school years. I have listened mm-hmm. to a shit ton of Fiona Apple, like, Tidal from 1997. Loving it. Um, and, like, Alanis Morissette and stuff like that. It's rocking my socks.
0: Oh. I love L.A.S. Worsett, yeah I know, like Jack and Little Pill. Oh, yeah. I haven't been listening, because I've been in the car I've been listening to much music I when I have listened to music it's just me like in my garage gym on like Spotify and I usually just type in like like weightlifting heavy metal like and it just gives you like a playlist that someone <gasps> yeah. else has made like that which works, it's just yeah. like he's what they like. <gasps> rah, 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 rah. <laughs> which is what heavy metal is to me (laughs)
1: yeah just like
0: and like because i've been on like this regimen of going to bed early and getting up early and it was one day i mean i've been waking up like six seven o'clock and one day i was talking to my neighbor melissa it was like eight eight o'clock or whatever i was like i just wanted to go like get my workout done and like move on with the day and i was like what time do you think is too early to like be dropping weights in my garage and playing heavy metal i am like do you think nine o'clock is too early she's like no people are probably up by nine o'clock because they're working from home i was like okay <laughs> yeah
1: nine o'clock you can do death metal at nine o'clock you're
0: fine, you're fine. <laughs> can you just imagine like you're just in your bedroom asleep and then you're all the you hear outside just like rah, rah, rah! <laughs> death metal <laughs> i'd be so pissed so i'd probably beat bed. somebody
1: I'd be real pissed. i say 9 o'clock is fine. Po- yeah. The polite hour for death metal is 9 o'clock. Fair enough. Noted.
0: Alright. Alright. Our next and last category. Raiden. It's for the uh, well, before you said Raiden I was going to say it's for the more cultured of us, but apparently <gasps> it's not because that's Raiden. R-E-A-D-I-N apostrophe. Raiden. Raiden. Mm-hmm. So this is what I've been spending most of my time doing. And I've had no time to do this, so this well, is where we no, differ. Well, you know, been, you've been a teacher too, so. Yeah. Yeah, I've read too many books. I Well, and, and here's the thing. I have been, I would say probably for the past nine or more months, I would say since end of last summer, so probably even more than that, I've been collecting books that I want to read and I I've been collecting more than I've been actually reading. So I was just like, the world has stopped. Not that that much change has changed for me. Like, I'm at home anyway. But, like, the world has stopped. And it's warmer out. It's brighter. I don't know. I've been in a better mood. I've been reading the fuck out of all these books I've been hoarding. That's great. I've read, like, 13 books in the past week and a half. That's awesome. That's a problem. But also, so this has always been a quote coping mechanism for me. So reading is an escape more than a movie, more than a TV. So like reading really helps me kind of escape like the here and now feelings if it gets really dark. So that I, so I do like to read in that sometimes. And I, I am a speed reader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've taught myself. Um, but, and because of that too, I can go back and read books again and like, make connections that I wouldn't have made the first time. So sometimes, like, speed reading isn't that great. Okay. Unlike... Yeah. So, and this is, you know, books I've been reading are all over the place. This one, actually, I think Linda got it for me for Christmas. I've uh, I've read through all of them. I should actually give it to you to read to Lorelai. You could read, like, one or two a night. But it's um, Bad Girls Throughout History, A Hundred Remarkable Women Who've Changed the World. Aww. And it's, like, from, I mean, anything... Just uh, like Dr. Ruth, the sex therapist. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't read this to <laughs> The First page I flipped to was a sex therapist. <laughs> All right, maybe. I mean, so like Julia Childs, and I mean, some of them you obviously could. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, of course, you could read that to yes. Um Gloria Steinem, but I mean, it goes back in like history too, like you know, pharaohs and stuff like that. So that's yeah. pretty cool all right what's very interesting what's
1: uh what's like a a big book on your list there that you've read
0: um let's see three cups of tea is a book i read it's um a man he's in like the middle east pakistan afghanistan um trying to like promote peace and build schools and it's just kind of the story of Kind of what he goes through. And this is before um, uh, this is like in the early 90s. So it's not like recent times or anything like that, but it's just kind of like his travels and his failed attempts at kind of setting up schools for girls. Um and the three cups of tea kind of talks about it's like how how business is done there. Like the first time you meet, you have a cup of tea, you're a stranger. Um The second time you have a cup tea, you're you're becoming a friend, and the third one, your family, and that's like how he like, yeah, affects change is like really getting to know people in the villages. So I really like that book; it was really good.
1: Oh, nice. Mm Um, I'm like I haven't read much of anything, but I have some suggestions for reading because you know you got lots of time in your hands.
0: Oh, absolutely
1: uh the first one i kind of mentioned above would be the like if you've got time the outlander series by diana gabaldon there are nine books she's been writing this 20 years and there will be a 10th one maybe this year actually oh um so
0: bad on paper have talked about this a lot
1: oh have they i feel like it i haven't heard them talk about it at all but um maybe i'm thinking of something else it's really good. The books are really well written. Um, the first book is like still my all-time favorite. It's so good. Um, but yeah, so Outlander by Diana Gabaldon. If you have a lot of time and you're like, I don't want to like jump around. If you start reading and you really want to invest your time in something, then this would be a big one to invest in. They're huge. They're very big books. Um, and you're like, oh shit, this person probably writes a ton. And she does. She's like a... They're dense books, but she's a really good writer, so you don't. It doesn't feel like a slog, you know what I mean? You're just like, oh, okay. She's she's just really good. Um, so yeah, I that would be a good pandemic read because we had Mm a lot of time.
0: I have a uh, my next book is uh, it's titled the gift of fear it's by uh a man named gavin de becker he has worked with fbi probably all the like letter agencies um but he's like an expert in predicting violent behavior and uh so the whole book is just talking about like violence in america and um <sighs> like teaching you or instructing you how to basically like trust your gut. Like when you, if you have a feeling you like you leave a situation because it's probably, it's probably like your survival instincts kicking in and like telling you something bad is going to happen and like recognizing like, uh, like if a uh, a someone who like you fire someone and like you'll be sorry like understanding like is that person just mad or are they going to find you in the parking lot like in like the different telltale signs that someone might get off before they're going to be violent and stuff like that so uh it's a little unnerving to read especially by like, a woman living in her house by herself but it's still very interesting hmm. and it I kind of instills a little fair one. yeah yeah you were with me when I bought this book. So oh, that's why you okay. heard of Maybe it.
1: <laughs> I'm like, why does this sound
0: familiar? That's why I said I've been collecting books for a while that I want to read.
1: Okay. Um, the other one I recommend is The Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrow. So this is Ronan Farrow's book about his investigation into Harvey Weinstein, what Ooh. happened with that investigation, um, how NBC kind of derailed it and didn't want him to move forward once he had a story, how, uh, like, how hmm. Harvey Weinstein had hired and, like, his people had hired people to follow him and try to get him to stop. It is a fascinating, fascinating read, like – Blows your mind the kind of shenanigans and shit that went on. Made all the sweeter by us now knowing that the piece of shit gets sentenced to 23 years in prison. Um, So it's a really excellent read. Um, I highly recommend it. Or the audiobook is really good too. Ronan Farrow reads it. Um, And it's an enjoyable audiobook as well. Mm-hmm. So and then there is a podcast actually that he did oh. also and it's also called The Catch and Kill which kind of dives into more detail and, and like flushes out some of the areas in the book into more depth and he does interviews with some of the people more like they go onto to the podcast and talk more about stuff. Um, so that could be a really like a really enjoyable thing during the pandemic too. The book, I read the book in like two days. It was so, you're just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. It's so interesting. Um, and then the, the podcast afterward helped put stuff together. So highly recommend. Oh,
0: um, so I'm looking at, I have my book stacked up here, so I'm looking through the rest of them. Um, I'm kind of like separating them into piles. So the first one, the first, this next things I'm going to go through, the rest of my books are going gonna gonna to go through quickly because I doubt a lot of people are going to have super interest in these. Um, but these three books are all by uh, a wonderful woman named Nora McEntry. And um, she is a, she's a widow. And so a lot of my, a lot of this reading has to do with like grief and death and dark things that people might not get any you know interest in but i read these books uh the first one is the hot young widows club she's also done ted talks like she's just really cool um this woman like in the span of like three weeks lost her husband her unborn child and her father so like she had a lot of like grief right away um another book is uh no happy endings uh it's kind of a memoir so it's a little bit different where the first one's like advice and just talking about things and then another one's more advice but different than just widows it's just more about death and grief but it's called it's okay to laugh crying is cool too and it's a different take like it's not too dark and i but i also don't like there's a lot of books out there with grief um especially like widow that's like like kind of almost like you're like making fun of yourself and like trying to get over things like, Oh, like today I messed up by da. da, da. I, I, I don't find, I mean, I have dark humor, but I don't like have, I don't find the humor in like making fun of like my failures, if that makes sense. So those are three books all by the same author that I've read. Nice. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Okay. I have a suggestion for a big series of books, completely different um, from the other stuff. It is like, super light fluff read. So when I am like, I need kind of mindless reading. I need like something I can read in like five hours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like a good Regency romance, right? Yes.
0: Oh, I love it. Yes.
1: So one of my all time favorite kind of like go-to series is theories is, uh, Julia Quinn's, uh, Bridgerton series, there's like 10 of these books because it follows these siblings. Each sibling got a book. And they're going to make a series out of this for Netflix that I think comes out this year or early next year. I can't remember. Kind of excited and because um, Julie Andrews is going to be in it. Oh, like the mom. I want to see it. I don't whole... care what it's about. I want to see it. I know, right? Um, so there's like 10 or 12 of these, there's so many. And They're all just like a happy, lovely pleasure to read. They're all a little different. So it's not just like, okay, you know, everyone's the same kind of character. Like everyone still has their own personality, their own little stuff. But they're all so just like those happy four or five hour reads. The Regency romance, you know what you're getting. Mm -hmm. But there's so many of them. So I highly recommend just for these like, I'm going to go escape to this bullshit Jane Austen time. There you go. (laughs) Uh, and so it's the Bridgerton books by Julia Quinn. And that's Q-U-I-N-N.
0: Aww. Um, This next book, this isn't really a book. It's like a series of random shit. So, you know, like you're scrolling Instagram and someone like posts on Instagram and it's like a a type font, like small poem or quote or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. You know those
0: like Instagram posts? Okay. Yeah. Most of them are by this person named Chloe Franey and she ha- she's published a book and it's the title of the book is letters and why they're all for you and it's the whole book is just like instagram or tumblr posts of those like typographic things uh, and some of them are terrible <laughs> like like uh uh, I'm not afraid to die because every time I fall in love, I catch a glimpse of heaven. Like those are stupid. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Some of them are kind of like, okay, like this one, every step you take is a victory. Make sure you're fighting the right battles. And you're just like, okay. But like, honestly, like this one was good. Cause some of them are terrible. And so you're laughing at just like the, just sugar fluff bullshit of just that. Honestly, honestly, I read it out of spite. I thought it was going to be better. And it's it's okay. Okay. I mean, don't buy it. If someone wants it, just let me know. I'll send this to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can have it. I mean, it was a good read. But I'm never going to read it again, you know? Fair so enough. if you want this, you just let me know. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, my God. I read it out of spite reading. Well, I thought it was going to be, like, profound. Because all of them are, like, Oh, ah. It it was just, like, it was every, like, you know, remember AOL Instant Messenger, like, away message from, like, the 90s. Like, I swear that's what she did. She just collected those over the years and published a book of people's away messages on AOL. I mean, that would be genius, really. And if you don't know what that is, then you are too young to listen to our podcast. Yeah, you're not listening. Why are you
1: listening? You picked the wrong one. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So this one, it's an author, Sarah J. Mass. I don't know if anyone's heard of... Uh, That lady. Um, I love her. She's great. She actually just put out a new book a couple weeks ago. So she has two series. One is gigantic. It's seven books long. And the other is only three books long. So she kind of writes, and when I initially say this, you will not be on board. And I know that. I was not initially on board. This is the Uh, book
0: that Bad on Paper talks about a lot. Yes, they've talked
1: about about this author before. Uh, Initially at my last job... One of the people I worked with, she was a huge reader and she recommended it. And initially I, I was like, this does not sound like something I would like. But I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna get it from the library. Really good. Um, this the Sarah J. Maas kinda writes a little bit of like like fantasy stuff, right? So like magic kind of stuff or like fairy which is not my jam. I don't enjoy that shit um but she's such a good writer and her stories are so enthralling you're sort of like I, I, this makes sense sure yeah let's have a fairy or something do that um so the the series that i really loved was thorn of glass it's seven books long it's about this um basically queen of this you know world not mm-hmm. earth another earth Um, and she's pretty much a badass. She's really cool, and she basically has to fight this horrible, dark, evil entity thing that's sort of taken over the the king of this world now. Anyway, I'm not doing a very good job selling it, but (laughs) it's really good um, and a really riveting book. And then um, the other one that a lot of people love, and I like it too, uh, and it's only three books, so you might want to start there, is the court of uh oh shit i always forget which is first Uh uh-oh a court of thrones and roses um it's really good Mm -hmm. there are fairies and shifters and blah, blah i don't know how to describe it to make people want to read it other than the fact that just trust me just try it it wasn't my jam either but it turns out to be really enjoyable reading, especially for now when you're just like, I need to forget that people are dying of a virus. I'm going to read about shifting bear things and fairies. Sounds great. Okay. Um, so, highly recommend. I think you actually would probably like it. Okay. And uh, she just started a new series that's more, like, more adult, more geared towards adult, because these are more, like, what they call like i guess young adult but really they they read pretty fairly adult um
0: i struggle reading a series if it's not all out like outside of harry potter like i would feel like that was like decades of my life like waiting yeah (laughs) so you'll like so both
1: of these are out they're done okay so you can get the whole like boom you can do them because they Mm -hmm. the last one
0: of both of these came out like a year year and a half ago so fair enough all out okay um so a couple other ones i'm kind of doing mine in like groups because i have a lot more to kind of go through sorry um this one is actually this is like a like a couple hour read like legitimately um and someone actually purchased this and gave it to me it's when i still went to um uh uh a widow's group. And this was like the first group I'd went to. It wasn't the best fit for me, but it was still okay. But they were all, uh, much older than I was the youngest person in this group by 20 years. And, uh, but this, the gentleman like bought this because he read it. It was very like moving for him. So he bought a copy for everybody in the group and, you know, it is, it is really good. Uh, it's kind of, it's just uplifting. It's just like small stories and stuff like that. Um, but it's not, it's not too hard. Of a, like a like emotional read, and it was just like okay. I don't it wasn't that profound, but I I mean it was okay. Um uh, another one that is like uh an hour read. Like it's I just looked it up. The epilogue is on page 63. Like it's a glorified pamphlet. Um but it's called Then and Now Changed Perspectives of Young Widows. And it was good. It was a quick read. It's again just something I've been putting off because it's not I went through a time where I just wanted to read all these books. Like I thought like there's going to be an answer in there for like how I was feeling. Um, there's obviously not, but I still like the read. I feel like maybe it's research for something. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Those are, yeah. Uh, well, my last one is the pick for April's book club. So Woo-woo. I vacillated. I had a hard time picking because I'm like, oh, I don't want to pick the wrong thing. Also, spoiler alert: <laughs> I haven't what? finished the April book. I always feel bad when I'm like, I haven't completely finished this book, so it could be crap in the end. And then I was oh, only the fifth a crap yeah until the end of the month. <laughs> yes, but I mean, I like to I try to read it before I actually recommend it as a book, but I haven't finished it. So, um, so spoiler alert: if it's crap, sorry, we'll all figure that out at the same time. It will be a fun, joyous ride for us all so april's pick is going to be the psychological thriller the silent patient by alex i never can say her last name uh, <laughs> yeah by, oh, i can't even uh Michailidis. michaelitis m-i-c-h-a-e-l-i-d-e-s yeah and actually could be a he for all i know um, It probably is because the way he writes the male character and the female character.
0: <laughs> it's to think ma- about it. Why? How's the male character written? Uh, a little bit of a
1: savior. So, uh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's
1: probably a dude. I haven't looked up the sex of this. I usually pick all females, and I, yeah. no, I think about that. It's probably a dude. Okay. Anywho, uh, so it's about a woman who is an artist. Her husband is also he's a photographer. It takes place in London. I didn't mean for that to happen, guys, but we're traveling to London Oh, we are just all Um, in that London, London. I don't don't know what to tell you. So, uh, one night, police are called to the house, and the husbands have been shot, and she's standing over them. Obviously, she's accused of the murder. All evidence points that way. The moment she's taken into custody, she doesn't say a word. She goes to trial, doesn't say a word. She's convicted of the murder, doesn't say a word. And sent to um um a mental you know a hospital to be taken care of doesn't say a word so it's a psychological thriller looking at this and taking place in this setting with her psychotherapist and we'll see what happens um it's a good read so far i think people will like it it's a departure from what we just read um
0: and it's interesting okay yeah Uh well, I, uh, I put some aside because it's just like, oh, I read them because they were there. I have two books, two books left that are good, not just quick reads. And I read them because I was saving them. Does that make sense? Uh, the, but they're both, they're still about grief. But the first one is called First Seconds. And this one's written by um, a lady who uh, is a therapist. She was a therapist. She thought she understood grief. And then until she got to her 30s and she lost her husband. And it kind of really like opened her eyes to the grief of different deaths and how like she didn't understand grief as much as she did so i liked it a lot second one is you will hate this one whitney (laughs) because this one's a little like woo woo that's the word i couldn't think of uh this one is where did they go and it's kind of like no matter what your religion is or what you believe it's like talks about like the hereafter and what's beyond this world possibly how do you feel about it how like it helps you search about like how you feel and like how you connect with what you believe because i don't know what i believe and so it's comforting
1: well why would i hate that i don't
0: mind because you don't like fluffy woo-woo stuff like that i don't mind woo-woo how dare you you're a staunch atheist you don't believe there's anything after this
1: I mean you said that before doesn't mean I can't read stuff and like
0: ponder things but yeah okay
1: I don't believe like I'm not coming back as like a butterfly or anything,
0: dude if there is reincarnation bitch I want to come back as a house pet no bills nothing to worry about except sleeping eating and shitting
1: oh, that's yeah. the life I mean that would be great I know I want to come back as my own pet.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't want to come back by like a like a pet abuser. Like I want to come yeah. back as like or like you. I want to be like like an old couples while they're yeah. just home all the time, able to give me pets. Like their cat. That yeah, they
1: just like love. I want to be their yeah. cat that they call Mitzi, who's like mm-hmm. their new baby. That's all I want. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. That's that's my go-to. All right, so cool. I don't know. There we go. <sighs> well. I'm excited to read you like at first you were like her husband's dead I was like really this is the book we're gonna read I, <laughs> but then I was like okay this sounds interesting I really do want to read it now
1: and it's been good it's got like I said I haven't had much time to read but I've actually read yeah. this and like oh when I have spare time I actually pick it up and read it so
0: hmm and like is, yeah I have learned that someone like Either either someone losing both of their parents or someone who's lost a spouse is the premise of so much stuff, or it's like a backstory of everything. It is. It's everything. Like I remember, it was like shortly after Michael died. Like I was, I was barely functioning. And Linda's like, "Let's go to the movies," and I, I wanted to see a simple favor because I love the characters in that. I was like, "Okay." She's like, she had went and seen it with someone else, and I was like, "Is there anything in here I need to be worried about?" And she's like, "No." I was like, "Okay," and literally, like the first three minutes of the movie. Anna Kendrick's character was like I'm a widow and I was just like are you fucking kidding me Linda but it had nothing to do with the plot so it was fine but at first I was like the fuck <laughs> I know when you told me I was like uh I don't know
1: if you should go
0: see that but it had nothing really to do with the story that much and it was fine but yeah but and if it was I like about was like, every- like about a lady whose husband died in her living room floor I'd be like okay well, I guess it's time I to leave to
1: <laughs> i'm gonna go get some popcorn you come get me when it's over
0: yeah i'm gonna go sneak into a different movie like um people are talking about the because like a lot of theater like they're uh, on prime a lot of places like theater releases like movies that are playing in the theater you can watch them on prime for twenty dollars first of all no but also there's one called upward and if you guys it's on it's on disney plus i guess you can watch on disney plus if you have disney plus i don't but on prime oh, it's twenty dollars yeah. upward but like everywhere online like any of like the group like uh, like spouse loss groups, I've seen. It's like, do not watch, do not watch, do no, not watch. The
1: dad's dead. They bring him back because they're like I know. wizards or something. No. I was
0: like, no, nope. absolutely not. You know, where did they go? Like, I'm not a wizard. I can't bring anyone back. <laughs> also, it's like a Disney film, so it's a pretty
1: good chance that one of the parents is at least dead. Like, oh, yeah. it's a Disney film. One of the parents mm-hmm. got go. to go.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not, not. Eh, nope. nope. No thanks. All right. Well, guys, if you watch,
1: listen, or read any of the thousands of things we just talked about, please let us know. We'd love to know what you think. If you're like, hey, good recommendation, or bitches, why did you recommend this? This is awful. We want to know. So you can tell us uh, by dropping us an email at platoniclifemate at gmail.com. Or by hopping on over to Instagram. We're a Platonic Life Mates over there. Or by finding us on our Facebook group, uh, the Platonic Life Mates Adult Lady Friend Coven. Or our Facebook page, Platonic Life Mates. Uh, Or you can find information on our website, platoniclifemates.com, which is where we'll post an expansive list of everything we just talked about. So you'll want to check that out. Um, bitch it will be too long for the show notes so i will post it on the website
0: Um, for the record whitney made this outline and she forgot to put in the spot where i always put tiny joys and she just skipped right over tiny joys so we don't have tiny joys this week no whitney didn't put it in the notes you know what
1: frankly i don't have a fucking tiny joy this week my tiny joy is that we fucking made it through week three of the nonsense That is life in
0: America right now. So, boom. Tiny joy. I had a tiny joy, but that's fine. What's your tiny joy? What's your tiny joy? I have a friend. Her name is Rosie. And I feel like I've said this so much tonight... I got to talk about other shit. Anyway, Rosie is a widow, but she has found uh, another life partner who, and this man is also a widow. His name is Jonathan, and they've, you know, they've blended their families. He has a kid. She has two kids. One of her kids is, autis- is on the autism uh, spectrum, but um, about two weeks ago, both Rosie and Jonathan uh, were diagnosed with having the coronavirus. Uh, Jonathan's took a huge turn. He is he's in the hospital, he's on a ventilator, he is he's on f- like full life support, organ failure, all these things. However, today, um, Rosie got news that, you know, he's starting to to trend upward. And I feel like our whole like our whole friends group or community of these people have just been like willing this to happen and just like hoping beyond hope. Cause I just I can't imagine losing two life partners and his little girl would lose both of her parents like i just can't imagine that but uh today like there was there's good there's been good news today out of all the darkness and so he you know i won't say if i say when he pulls through like he's gonna have a long recovery road but oh well like you figure that stuff out you know
1: that's such good news i know so that is a very that's a big joy not a tiny joy
0: okay it makes up for your crappy little joy you know what
1: <laughs> rude <laughs> rude um well that's good though i'm glad to end on that note of good news because that has been on my mind since you shared with me a couple days ago so mm-hmm. um mostly you're such a rude bitch <laughs>
0: i just typed Uh, into our we have a shared document and i just typed into the spot it's supposed to go and all caps tiny joys bitch and three exclamation points that might be four it's four yeah so there you go
1: (laughs) okay well if you have a tiny joy you'd like to share it that would be great Mm -hmm. share what you're doing what you're watching what you're reading the hobbies you're doing we even talk about that because who the we don't have time for that uh but what you're doing to keep yourself occupied during this time? Uh, remember to wash your hands before and after accepting your food
0: deliveries. And and if you need to kill a couple hours, TikTok is your friend. Whitney's on TikTok now. I've brought her to the dark side. It's true. She's even posted videos. So if you have, you know, a funny TikTok, share it with us too. Yeah. I'm Wit Saunders. There's videos of me as a hot dog. My
1: kids love it. That's the only reason I did it. So,
0: I'm Melfoosh.
1: All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't cough on people. All right. Bye.
0: Bye.